Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as usual, I praise and thank God for the opportunity to be here with all of you on this episode number 268 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, last time we were together, we were talking about idle words. This time we're talking about taking in idle words. So listen, go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with and settle on in. Blaine encourages you is coming to you with we don't have to take it. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendencouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go. So the last time we were together, the Lord had inspired me to talk about idle words. Uh, Rama Argos, and these are words without profit. And we are responsible for making sure that anything that we say in everything has a profit. Now, profit does not always mean that it need, we need to speak scripture all of the time. You know, a greeting, you look nice, those are profitable words. What we're referring to is idle words that don't are careless, that are thoughtless, that are out of our flesh, out of our emotion, that cause trouble, that stir up anger. Those are words that are idle that the Lord wants us to stay away from. And we were talking in the context of making sure that we are slow to speak, slow to wrath, and very quick to hear. And not just hear what the person is saying, but what the word of God is saying. We also said that not speaking idle words doesn't mean that we don't stand up for ourselves or that we don't have conversations that are difficult or maybe challenging or maybe a little conflicting. We can have those conversations. We can do it in a way that we're thoughtful about what we're doing, that we're prayerful so that God is still glorified, honored, and praised no matter what the outcome is. And I'll link a copy of that or uh, put a link to that in the show notes. Now, what I wanted to follow up on is that part of what I said uh, last time we were together is that in dialogue and conversations, we are either giving or we are taking. We are giving great advice or information or our thoughts or opinions or what the word of God says, or we're taking in what someone has to say about those very same things. And 
while we have the responsibility to make sure that what we're speaking is not idle and that it's edifying and that the person is blessed by what it is that we say, we also have a responsibility to not take things that don't line up with what the word of God says. And there's scripture to this in Proverbs chapter four, I believe it's verse number 23 that reminds us to guard our hearts with all diligence above everything, above all it says, because out of the heart flows the issues of life. And I am paraphrasing that scripture, but nonetheless, we are to guard our hearts. Now, a guard means, doesn't mean a wall. It doesn't mean that we don't let anything in except for what we know. A guard stands by and a guard is the person, if we're looking at this in a sense of, of what the world does, is that a guard is astute enough to know what can come in and what can come out, what you actually let in, who you actually let in, what thoughts or words you actually let in. And the only way we're going to know that is by being steeped in the word of God. There are things, BCU fam, that we do not have to take in or deal with just because now we have to balance this very carefully because our call is to love everyone our call is to love everyone we don't necessarily have to have everyone that we love in our space if they are not lined up with the word of god let me give you a quick example i can think of a couple of examples actually uh, one in particular where there was a uh, an acquaintance of mine who is very sweetly saved and has certain ideologies around ethnicity, is how I'll put it, and has the thought process of one race of people being more superior than the other and how that race should walk in that, that pride, so to speak. And there's a lot more to the conversation, but I, I think you all can draw conclusions from what it is that I'm saying is that uh, this person is exhibiting respect of persons. And also, uh, this person is, is getting into genealogies and things that's gender strife. And the Bible talks about that we're supposed to avoid those types of things. Now, it does not mean that the person doesn't know Jesus. It doesn't mean that the person is not saved. It just means that there is some growing that needs to be done. And all of us, myself included, have areas in which we need to grow and allow the Lord to help us to understand where we may not be walking in his fullness. That's what the New Testament is for. The majority of it is for the church, BCU fam. And that is all of us. The church started with the book of Acts. And, and you know, before that, we had the Gospels. And this is how we are to govern our lives. So with that being said, it wouldn't be said in the scriptures if it wasn't something that we would have to contend with. Amen. So we're not here to convict the individual or to condemn them. We want to continue to pray that the Lord will open their eyes to what they need to see. And, and that's for all of us. Amen. And it's a lesson for us to make sure that we're not caught up in things. So I said all that to say that as much as I love and admire this person, this is someone who I can't have in my personal space because what they are giving is not something that I want to take. Amen. What they're saying does not line up with what the word of God says. And that's not something that I have to necessarily sit under or 
to endure in conversation. Now, if we are in a situation where, let's just say, we're chit-chatting, it's a public situation, and it comes up, you know, that's one thing, and the Lord will let me to know what to do in that particular space and case. And then uh, if, if we're one-on-one, uh, I can just excuse myself from the conversation and just let the person know that, you know, this isn't something that I really would like to discuss and get into. So we have to be careful, again, of what we take. I'm reminded of another conversation that happened where a couple of people started to berate an individual or a few individuals, actually. Now, I won't get into all of the detail of what happened and, of course, not who it is because that's not what we do here at the BCU family. We don't do that. What I do know is, is that I was led to excuse myself from the conversation. That was my leading. Now, uh, with the people that were with me at the time, we've already had conversations about that kind of talk where we are, uh, uh, they were idle words, actually, to be honest. They were idle words, now that I'm thinking about it. And we've had these conversations. And because uh, the individuals are not ready to uh, make a change, uh, the Lord is going to have to work on them where that's concerned. That doesn't mean that I have to be part of the conversation. The Bible warns us that we don't have to be actually doing what someone is doing, but we can also take pleasure in those that are doing it. So we're taking that in and uh, we want to be mindful of that. So I thank the Lord for giving me uh, an out, a way of escape to get out of that conversation and to move on and to pray uh, for the, the individuals. And as the Lord leads, to speak with them again. Now, all I'm saying here, BCU fam, is is that when it comes to to people, we just want to not take the word love to a place where we feel like we have to take any and everything that someone is giving us. And when it disturbs our spirit, when the Lord gives us the little nudge, when we feel that conviction, we want to ask the Lord what to do, how to do it, and then the Lord will make a way of escape for us. He'll let us know what to say, what to do, and how to conduct ourselves so that he is glorified, honored, and praised. And if we miss the mark, if we miss it, the Lord will forgive us. We just have to repent of that and ask him to help us, and he's going to provide a next time because our God is very good at giving pass-fail tests, BCU, ask me how I know. And what happens is, is that if we do miss it, he will provide another opportunity for us to do differently until we get it right, until we mature. And maturity in the Greek is until we are perfect. Perfect means that we're mature enough to recognize when a situation is not for us to take and how to graciously and honorably deal with it so that the person is edified, that God is glorified, that the enemy is horrified, and that God, once again, is magnified. That's what we are called to do with God's help. So um, I have found that people feel like, excuse me, loving people uh, means that we we don't get to speak up and say certain things, and it's not that. It's just that we're doing it with care. Amen? Amen. Amen. So listen, 
what I'm saying here, BCU fam, let's walk in the spirit. With the only way that we're going to know how to do something is that if we spend time with God and in the word of God. And many times, um, we the Lord will warn us of things that are going to come, and they wouldn't shock us so badly, and we wouldn't be so ill-prepared if we had spent time in prayer and put on the entire armor of God. If we are listening, if we're watching, we can pray. We need to watch as well. And if, if the more we do that, the more that we practice putting that into what we're supposed to do daily, the more that we're communing and meditating on the Lord, even as we're 